Hey, this is Sarah with MJV Ministries. I just wanted to come on here and say thank you so much for standing with us and give you an opportunity to become a partner if you haven't already. You know, every month our ministry is reaching the lost, winning souls, and feeding the hungry. Like it says in Philippians 4.17, not that I desire a gift, but that I desire that fruit may abound to your account. When you become a partner with us, it's not just a monthly reoccurrence. You get to reap the harvest of winning souls and feeding the hungry. You can go to our website, mjvministries.com forward slash partner to learn more. And we want to say thank you in advance. We love you. We are praying for you. And we are believing that this will be a year of endless victory in your life. Good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing on this beautiful Wednesday morning? I'm sure you guys are awake and alert. Uh, you're joining us today. Uh, we're in Pittsburgh, by the way. Somebody yeah. asked us before, sent me a message. Like, oh, where are you guys from? Uh, originally from um, New York, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and now we reside in the great state of Pennsylvania. Can I get an amen? <laughs> um, so, yeah, just lost my my thing here over here. Technology, isn't it great? <laughs> We're talking about overcoming the enemy. Um, this is overcoming the enemy part two. Uh, you know, as I'm preparing for this, like I, I really feel the Lord speaking to me. We're not we're not magnifying the enemy. We're understanding who our fight is against. You know, when, when anytime there's a battle or a war, you recognize the enemy. You recognize who you're attacking. And then you go for it. You make a plan. You, 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 you figure out the enemy's weakness. And you, you go for it. You don't wait. You don't hesitate. You know, because that's how mistakes are made in hesitation and waiting. You know, you make a plan and you, and you pray and you, get your, you download your plan from the Lord. And you say, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And don't let anything stop you. So we're talking about overcoming the enemy um, and, and, and win. That's what it's about. You know, I heard someone say this, and, and I, <clears throat> I loved it. You know, we don't need to turn to the end of the book, the end of the Bible, uh, to find out if we win or not. We could just f- open, you know, in, in, in the book of Genesis. You know, Genesis chapter 3, we crush the enemy's head. And that's it. So we, we are winners. We are overcomers. We are the, the victorious one, you know, with Christ. Amen. Amen. So we're going to get started here. Hey, Sister Carmen, God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you guys. We're praying for you. Uh, you're, you're, you're always in our hearts. Amen. Yeah. So do you have anything to say? For, uh... No, I'm excited to hear. Okay, great. So let's not waste any time. Uh, and as I'm doing this, I kind of felt like a teaching anointing. Uh, anytime I do these broadcasts, and, and I, I really feel the Lord like putting a teaching anointing on me. Because when I teach, I, the, the thing I, I ask the Lord to do, I pray for simplicity. You know, let this be simple enough so you could understand it. And then you could receive what God has spoken through me. And it would bless your heart. It will encourage you. It would, it would, it would make you learn something. And that's the biggest thing. I asked for. So, hey, Mitch Hancher, God bless you. Thanks for hopping on. We're talking about um, how to overcome the enemy and win. So, my first thing I wrote down here, um, an enemy is anyone who attempts to sabotage your life. 
anybody that's trying to slow you down, who, who, you know, maybe you shared, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is what's going on. And they try to steer you away from it. (laughs) You know, it's very important when, when God speaks to you, right? And he speaks to people different ways, you know. And once he tells you to do something, you don't need to go and tell the whole world. You don't need to post it on Facebook. Certain things that God shares with you, you keep it in almost like in your, keep it to yourself, almost like an incubator. You have to protect it. You know, when a baby is just give, uh, you know, or anything, any an animal whatever, was just given birth and they're in the early stage of development, right? They can't live on themselves. You, they are placed in an incubator. The same things for our plans and our thoughts and our thoughts that God has shared with us. We we keep them between me and God, and that's it. Yes. You know, Ap- Apostle Paul wrote this down in Galatians, and this is where so many people will get sidetracked because the moment you know, and we know how important the confession is. The moment that you 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 know you get something from the Lord, and you speak it out to existence and it's coming into tuition, right? It's coming. You, you feel it. The Lord's doing stuff. You know, next thing you're on the phone, you're on Facebook or, you know, you start opening your mouth to the wrong people. They'll begin to discourage you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even necessarily has to be like, a, a, you know, whether it's a, a, a plan for business or something. It could be as simple as salvation, you know. We have to tell everyone we got saved. We have to pronounce the gospel. But like, then you realize this is important. Salvation is important. And you could use this to whatever area in life. I'm just trying to, you know, point different angles um, for this. um, Because I think it's really important. You know, so we see in uh, Galatians chapter 5, Paul writes, um, verse 7, chapter 5, verse 7. He says, you were running the race so well. Who has held you back from following the truth? I'm going to read actually from the Amplified Version because the New Living kind of like butchers it. So just bear with me here. Hey, Ashley. Thanks for hopping on. Okay. Um, Galatians 5. And this shows you, this scripture shows you that there's people out there to distract you. There's people out there to discourage you. Hey, don't do that. That's a stupid idea. Yeah. You know, you know, someone could be watching right now. Like, oh, you know what? I feel the Lord telling me to start a business. You know, during this time of, uh, of uh, lockdown, maybe the Lord spoke to you. And I'm going to tell you, start your business. Expand and grow. Mm-hmm. God spoke that to you. I believe it. And you know, then this shows you that there's people out there to say, hey, don't do that. And it, the verse goes like this. Um, Galatians 5, chapter 7. You are running the race so nobly. Who has interfered um, interfered you from your heeding and following the truth? Then this goes down and says, the evil, the evil, you know, the evil person um, is not from... Is not from him who's called you, who invited you into freedom, Christ. So it tells you it definitely wasn't from God. So there's somebody out there that spoke something to you who you actually are taking that person's word over God's word and you're stopping what God has called you to do. Let me tell you something. If God's called you to do it, 
Be obedient. Don't don't stop one second or think about, you know, how is this? If God's placed something special in your heart to do, you know, and I, I know this, I know I'm talking to somebody. Don't for a second think, well, what if? Don't, I hate the what if. If you watched the last broadcast, I said, don't think what if. Be obedient to God. Because otherwise, you know, this could be your opportunity for a breakthrough. God's telling you to do something. Do it. You know? So, you want anything to add to that? Yeah, I like, um, in verse, uh, like you were saying in verse 7, how it just says, who is holding you back from following the truth? It certainly isn't God, for he is the one who called you to freedom. And then if you go down a little bit, it says God will judge that person, whoever he is, who has been confusing you. And I think a lot of times the enemy will try to come in with a voice of confusion to make you double think. Like he did with um, even Eve in the garden. Did God say that? Like, did like make you question, like, did God call me into ministry? Did God call me to start a business? Did God call me to move? Did God call me to stay? Like, all of these things, because it's just a voice of confusion. Because the enemy's number one goal in life is to steal, kill, and destroy. And if he can get in and slip in through confusion of, well... Did God really say this? Or, or you know, am I supposed to be doing this? And he can confuse you and get you off track when you have to know the voice of God who's leading you into truth and who's giving you yeah. freedom, who's giving you all of these things. And know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you know, no, I know I'm called to do this. I know I'm supposed to start this business. I know I'm supposed to um, whatever the case is. And so I, I really think that's... Uh, interesting because like the devil can you like you were saying he can use other people absolutely he can use family to say well what makes you think that you know like a lot of times um even in my own personal family not my immediate family because my parents are um very supportive of anything that we decide to do but uh extended family you know when i said i was going to Go into to go to Bible school and yeah. go into ministry. Well, why would you do that? There's no money in ministry. There's yeah. no money doing that, and, and you know, not not my parents, like I said, because they're pastors. So that would be <laughs> <laughs> so hypocritical if they said that. But other family members were saying because I was gonna go into an oil, I was gonna go work in an oil field and become a um, a non destructive. Uh, uh, examination. Yeah. Like I was gonna do all this stuff, like of pipelines. <laughs> I was gonna be an inspector, welding inspector. I was gonna work my way up the chain, I and I was gonna do all this stuff. And I walk around went, with your overalls. Yeah, and I overall, and and I um. We have a picture of that. I yeah no, I'm not putting that up, but like <laughs> I'll I was gonna go work that. in an oil field, and I worked like two shutdowns to see how I liked it, and. And it was like working six weeks straight of 14-hour days and, yeah. and every day of the week, like literally just working and making money. And I was like, this is nice. The money's nice. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I hate the job. I hate having my hands dirty. And this is the exact, you know, like like there. when you work out there, if you've ever worked in the oil field, then you know that... Your hands get a certain way that doesn't wash off with, off with soap and water. And yeah. that drove me crazy, but I was like, the money's nice. And then all of a sudden, I got this opportunity to quit everything, move to a different country, and go to Bible school. And I said, 
no. But then the Lord softened my heart and he's like, no, I called you to do this. I want you to do this. And and so it didn't matter what anyone That's said. Good. Like I knew, no, I'm supposed to go to Bible school. I'm supposed to see how what I think of it. I'm going to see how I like it. And that's that. And and haven't looked back since. No, it's important. Like, you know, we know the Bible says in John 10, 10, the enemy comes to steal. Steal is anything he could take away from you. Yeah. He could, if he could take away your dreams, your thoughts, guess what? The devil is not going to stop. Yeah. The devil is not going to, oh, well, you know what? She's been going through a hard time. Let me lay back. No. You know, I said, I said this last time. And uh, just bear with me as I find it in my notes. And... Uh, um, Morning, you know, everybody hopping on. Your enemy reveals by his attack that he is fully persuaded of your ability to obtain your goals. Yeah. You know, your enemy is fully persuaded. Listen, there's an attack in your life for a reason. You're pursuing something that that's ordained by God is, is spoken to you a word and you're fulfilling it. And the devil knows that. The devil sees what you're doing. Yeah. Right? And so he's fully persuaded in your ability of completing that task that God has told you to do. That's why you find sometimes, you know, anything you, you know that God has called you to do, you find so much like, you know, uh, conf- not so much conflict, but so much. I'm trying to think of a word. Uh, I used it last time. Um, like uh, hitting a wall. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're hitting a wall with things. Basically. You're spinning your wheels. It's yeah. not because God hasn't called you to do it. You know, you're, you're running into that because why? Because the devil knows, hey, if I could attack her finances, she's going to stop giving. She's going to stop pursuing. She won't be able to write a book. If I could attack her, if I could attack her health, oh, she'll, she'll be laid up in bed for so long. Yeah. She'll be, she'll be broke. She'll be sick. And then what? I'm going to take, she's going to denounce God and I'm going to just take her life, you know, that's how the devil operates. Yeah. He wants you to switch sides. He wants to, to take your head and turn it, turn your neck and say, look, you know, but you got to be, you got to realize you have to be in good faith because if you're standing on your word, if you're standing on the Bible, if you're standing on all the promises that God has spoken, it's for you. So, you know, the, my point number one was saying anybody who attempts to sabotage your life, cut out from your life, just cut them out. Yeah. Put them on. Put them on the side. You know, I have family. Love you, bye. <laughs> yeah. From for a real. distance. I have family Love members you that you know. Sometimes there. family doesn't get you know along. Sometimes you can't carp on them. Just leave them to the Lord. Pray for them. You don't need to speak to them every single day. Yeah. You don't have to speak to them. You be cordial around them. You just love on them, and that's it. You move on and continue to believe what God God has called you to do. Yeah. Um, I want to get going through this because we could talk about this for hours because I really feel it's important now. You know, I, I, I've been like, you know, you understand what the enemy's trying to do and you, and you, you cut it, yeah. you know. Especially in, in a time like we're in right now. Yeah. Where hey, Tommy of, Fisher. Sorry. Oh. Hey, Mason. What's up? Um, a lot of people, and I'll just say this, a lot of people right now, um, maybe if you're not working at this moment, a lot of people are in isolation right now. You know, whether you live alone or whether um, you're you're not around people as much as you used to be or whatever. And that's where the enemy will really hone in is he can he will come and like attack you where if you're not you're not like, you know, for perfect example, a lot of churches are closed down and you're not getting that fellowship with other Christians. You're not having that iron sharpened iron. And so that's like almost the time where the enemy will come in and say, 
all of these things and try to get you off track and then all I mean just like it's you true. know try to try to throw you a curveball try to confuse you yeah and and that's why I, we've seen like suicide rates go up high because mm-hmm. if the devil could you know isolate you and keep you by yourself you know he's not gonna lay up that's why I'm I'm pressing this and because like we have to be on our A game right now this is not for any believer to like all right I'll just chill uh, you know whatever no you you believe for God to intervene in your life, and you do it. Uh, your enemy, this is uh, key number two I wrote down. Your enemy is anyone who resents your desire for increase and reward in your life. Anybody that resents your desire for increase. You know, how many times growing up have you heard, you might have said, well, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a Well, that's good. Wait till you get to school. That's eight years. That's 100,000. You're going to be broke the time you went to your second year at college. How many times have you heard that? Yeah. Oh, it's too hard to open a business. You, you're going to open a business? Oh, it's too hard. Give up now. You don't want people like that. Anymore. You're, the enemy is anyone. Yeah, you know, and if this is, if I'm saying this, and maybe this is your parents, I'm not saying your parents are your enemy, yeah, but, but you you go and tell your parents, and you have them, you you completely lay your cards out, and you say, listen, what God has called me to do, mm-hmm. I'm not backing up. You could say all you want, but I'm not going to listen because I know God. I'm not telling you to be rebellious against your parents. I want to make that straight, right. you know. But you honor you honor your parents. You also honor what God's called you to do. You know, anybody watching, you know, the Bible says, you know. Because I grew up in an Italian family, and it's not normal for Italian families to move so far, you know. But the Bible says you get married, you leave your parents. You don't hold on to your parents. You leave your parents. I'm still honoring my parents. I still, I'm in touch with my mother, my brothers, and family. They're all the way eight hours in New York. Yeah. And I'm in I'm I'm in Pittsburgh doing what I am where God's called me to be right now in this season of my life. Mm -hmm. You know. So you you understand. That there's people that will, will, will try to discourage you from, being, from getting increased. And I want to use this example. Look at David in the Bible. When he came up, right? When he came up to see his brothers, his, parents, his dad said, Hey, go, go check up on your brothers. Bring them some food. See how they're doing. When he came up and he saw Goliath, what happened? His brothers saw him. And what are you doing here? Once he's told, once he told everyone, I'm going to kill Goliath, he then said, his brothers started fighting him. Well, what are you doing? You're just, don't you have to go back to your sheep? You've never fought in, fought in battle. And then, you know, it, it got to King's, uh, King's attention. And you read in the story where, you know, the king says, well, what experience do you have? And he begins to tell people his experience. Well, listen, you know, I've lost any time there was a lion or a bear. I've, I've wrestled them. I've fought them. I've won in victory. I left the 99 to keep my sheep together. And, and so like his perspective was where like I see Goliath just as a lion or a bear. Mm-hmm. You know? In fact, he's probably more angrier because lions and bears don't talk bad about God. <laughs> and that's why David got so frustrated in the man. And so, you know, he, what are they, you know the story of David and Goliath. He ends up winning. But he had people come against him. Listen, go back home. Tell dad we're good. Don't come back up here anymore. We don't need you. Yeah. You're just a shepherd boy. Maybe you're just somebody that works behind a, a counter. Or, or you're just a stock boy. 
Or maybe you don't even have the schooling that normal people will do. I am telling you that God will raise you up. Your business will grow so big. Your dreams, there's there's an anointing on your life to do what God has called you to do. And if God is for you, I'm telling you, no man will ever be against you. So I want to encourage you to rise. Stand up on your feet. Stand in good faith. The dreams, the, the businesses, even, oh, that's a book. Maybe some, I feel somebody would write, be wanting to write a book, but it's too difficult. It's too impossible. I didn't get the right schooling. I made errors on, um, on writing and stuff like that. Doesn't matter. There's people that will help you. Mm-hmm. Write your book. Write them down. Publish them. Yeah. Fulfill the call of God on your life. They will bless people. You will bless people. You start your business. You'll have a testimony and a story to tell. Anywhere, anytime someone says, how'd you do that? Where did you get the idea for that? It was the Lord. Yeah. And you will not only bless our Heavenly Father, but you will bless so many other people. Hallelujah. Don't give up. Don't give up. We got people hopping on. Praise the Lord. And that's another thing too, is that a lot of times people feel called to do something And then they just, well, I don't know how to do it, so I won't do it. You know, seek out, like, find out how to do what God's called you to do. Like, in my own personal life, like you were saying, um, you know, writing a a book. Like, I didn't know how to write a book. I didn't know what that looked like or um, the right way to do it or anything like that. And, And, you know... And I, so I could have like counted myself out. Well, I don't know how to do it, but no, I had to look into it. I had to ask other people who have written books. Hey, how did you do that from start to finish? What did it look like? Hey, um, you know, what inspired you to go this direction and, and learn. And so, and it was super easy. I'm not great at, at word, like, uh, well, I'm not gonna say that, but like, you know, I have this. I have this idea in my head, but it's like getting it to the paper um, was it was challenging. And then I even sent the book off to be uh, reviewed and edited. And the editor called me back and said, um, yeah, so I was just looking over this. And I think we should switch all of this around because it's very dry. And I was like, oh, my goodness, like this is, you know, but I'm, I'm thankful for that because then, you know, uh, it was learning to receive. It was learning to take that criticism. And then I, now, you know, so many people are, uh, I've been, you know. You've been helping so many people week, with I've it. I've been getting messages like, hey, your book really helped me. Or, hey, I'm so glad you wrote that. Thank you for being obedient. And so it's like things that I never, like I never even really imagined, like helping people. I was just doing what I was told to do by the Lord. Like, okay, Lord, you know, I'm going to write this book. And if it helps people, that's great. But ultimately I'm just doing this because you told me to. So if it doesn't help anybody and if no one ever buys it and it doesn't go anywhere, then you know what I did, at least I did what you told me to do. And you know, it's, it hasn't been like that at all. Like the Lord's really had his hand over it. And so I, you know, so it's like, but you have to, you have to, you can't count yourself out because you don't know how to do it because even, you know, the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yeah. And, you know, and I put that even in the book. This isn't a plug either. I'm just letting you know, like, you have to have knowledge and how to do things. If you want to start go doing Facebook Live, you have to learn the knowledge to do it. If you want to start preaching, you need to learn and not only do how it, to do it. But how to do it in excellence. Right. And not just some fly-by thing where I'll just put my phone up here. 
and 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 that's it and i'll do what i'll do it you know but that that's a really good example i'm glad you shared that uh, my next thing i'm going to share about and this is how you know how to overcome your enemy part two how to overcome your enemy and win in part two all these things i'm sharing about you don't even realize some of you are thinking right now like wow that's that's really good i actually i have people like that in my life that just you know don't you don't I'm going to call them dream crushers. Don't allow anybody to do that. And so this will help you. Once you expose it, once you realize, you know what? Uh, next time I see that person or they call me, maybe I won't tell them what I'm doing. Maybe I'll just keep it to myself. And you'll see. You know, you keep things between you and the Lord private. And when he tells you to tell, when he, so when he releases you to share it, then you share it. Uh, this is point number three I made. Your enemy is anyone who rather talk about your past than your future. Mm -hmm. Anybody that rather talk about your past, what you did in the past. You know, maybe you're watching and you've, you've started businesses before and they were complete flops. <laughs> maybe, I mean, I, I started in business young. When I was, when I was, uh, what was it, 21, 22, I, I had my own personal training company. And from the personal training company, I actually started like a, a supplements and smoothie um, business and so where my locations were in different gyms in long island we had supplements we were selling supplements you know our protein powders and stuff like that and we were also we had a a, a brick and mortar juice bar uh and it was a flop the brick and jordan uh, brick and mortar juice bar we lost money on we took a hit but i would have never known like i a i never knew how to do it b i i went for it now I, now I know, next time I do it, I know now not what not to do. And it's really important. Yeah. Um, the book of Isaiah 43 says, uh, and this is exactly why we, uh, we don't talk about the past. Uh, Isaiah 43, 18, but, for, um, but, forgot not, but forget all that it is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. 19, for I am about to do something new. See, I've already begun it. Do you see it? I will make a path through the wilderness. I will create rivers and dry wasteland. God is going to do something so new in your life. Amen. And it's already begun. I believe, I believe he wrote that. See, it already begun because I'm speaking to people that love Jesus, that already accepted him as his Lord and Savior. That's the first step in all this. You accepting Jesus you, him living, coming to live in the inside of you, that's step number one. Mm -hmm. It's already begun. Once you take that first step, look, it's already begun. And God will transform anything. God will do anything necessary. He will do his part to fulfill his call upon your life. Now it's up to you to, to walk out the rest. And it's so, so vital. Don't have anybody speak your past over you. Hey, you were an alcoholic. You, you shouldn't, you know, you're, you, you, are, you have the tendencies of, of falling down again. You failed in business. You were, you were, you know, you dropped out of high school. You dropped out of college. That's good. Yeah. Why, why would you even do that? Don't waste your money there. That's what, that's what an enemy. They'll, they'll talk you so down where, like, now you feel depressed. Oh, wow. You'll probably question your, your salvation. Am I even saved? You don't need people in that, in your life like that. You yeah. don't need people in your life like that. 
You want to keep, you want to be around people that are going to edify you, speak you up, talk you up, a hype man, you know? When I used to go out with my, my, my friends, when I used to live in the world, everyone, oh, you need a hype guy, you need a hype guy. Get around people that will hype you up in the spirit. Yeah. Get around people that, hey, I'm going to pray for you. You're going through a hard time? Well, times are tough right now. Sorry, bro. No, you're going through a tough time? Bro, listen, this is what the Bible says. You're coming out of this, stronger and better. Let's stand, let's not be in fear, let's be in faith. That's the type of friends you want. Yeah. You know, you, you release people in your life that are always, and you tell them, bro, you're always speaking negative on me. Enough, this could be your best friend. And he's always got some two cents to say to you, well, times are going to get worse. You may want to, you know, maybe, maybe hold back on that. Don't hold back. Go forward. Winners go forward. We never look at the back. Amen? Amen. You have anything to add to that, Beth? Last one. Um, you could turn to Psalms. Praise the Lord. Uh, 118. 6. 118.6. Psalms 118.6. And if you're just hopping on, we're talking about how to overcome the enemy and win. How to overcome the enemy and win. Psalm 118.6. Yeah. The Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? That's right. Never forget, God is for you. Yeah. The creator of all heaven and earth. The God that made all the animals who you have made, been made in your image, that's made in, made, were made in his image. He is on your side. He is standing right next to you. His presence is everlasting. His presence is omnipresent. He's with you. He said, he said in the word that I am with you to the ends of the earth. You can't run from God. God's presence is always around you. Once you call on that name, you're going through a difficult time right now. This is not a place, time to be talking about business. This is a time to talk about what I can cut out in life and, and save more money. So listen, the enemy would want to rob you from your dreams, from your passion, from your vision, from, from things that God has called you to do. And I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to say, hey, stand up on your feet. God is for you. Fight the fight of faith. Fight the fight of faith. We are part of a, the, the tribe of the Lion of Judah. There's a lion inside of you. Open your mouth and decree a thing, and it shall come to pass. Yeah. Stand on the word of God. Stand on the promises. This word says that his promises are yes and amen. God, I need help. Would you help me, God? Yes. Amen. It shall be done. Direct my step, God. Will you direct my step? Yes, he will. Amen. It shall be done. The Lord, the Lord isn't deaf to hear your situation, to hear your prayers. But pray in faith. Pray knowing that once I call upon my, the, my Heavenly Father's name, God help me. He is there to rescue you. He is there to pull you out of the hands of the wicked. And He hasn't forgotten you. My friend, He hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't stepped away. He is on your side. Amen. You are a winner. You are victorious. You're a champion. Through Christ, you do all things. You walk out. You, this, this, this whole thing right now that's going on, 
It doesn't affect your economy. I, I, I decree that. Lord, this corona thing does not affect my wife and I's economy. We, we have seed in the ground. We sow in seasons, uh, good seasons and bad seasons. We sow in famine seasons. And we don't lack. Yeah. We are the child of the Most High God. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Wake up. Wake up. You're going through something. You might, Mike, the struggle is real out here. I live in New York and people are dying left and right. Hey, plead the blood of Jesus over you and your family. Yeah. Psalm 91. No deadly disease shall come in your midst. You are of the child of the Most High God. Never forget where you came from. Never forget on, on, on what God has done in your life before. Yeah. How he saved you. And this is nothing. God is not ignorant. God is not deaf to your, your prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to pray. If you have any pr- people are sending in prayer requests, we get them the whole course of the day. And my wife sends them to me and we pray. But right now, I want to pray. I want to, I want to believe God before you and with you. I want to help you stand up on your feet. I want to help you. The Bible says, look up, for that's where my help comes from. Look up to God. Look up to your Heavenly Father. Look up to His goodness and graces. The Bible says, goodness and mercy follows me. Goodness is following you today. Yeah. Mercy is following you today. Amen. Be in good faith, my friend. Hallelujah. If you're not feeling well, I want you to lay your hands wherever you're not feeling well. If there's a bunch of places, just put them on your head. Lay your hands on your head. Lord, Lord, I thank you for your spirit. Holy Spirit, I thank you, Lord, that you have no distance in in, in the realm of the spirit. And I pray right now for everybody watching, whether it's live here or on a replay, I pray that you would fill them with overwhelming joy. I pray... You would fill them with overwhelming joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And Lord, I pray right now for joy, the spirit of joy, of gladness, to to overflood them in this time, Lord. I pray, Lord, they'd be laughing so hard, they won't even look, they don't even know how much time has passed. I pray for their finances. I pray for their health. I pray for their mind. And and I pray for their spirit. Lord, and this time they would sharpen those things. Lord, the visions that they have had, the dreams, I pray, Lord, they'll come into tuition real quick. And if they have the faith for it, Father, even today, you'll begin to do something new in their life. Where you say, they say, this is from the Lord. This is a God-ordained thing. I curse doubt. I curse lack. I curse sickness off their bodies. I pray, Father God, that you would open their eyes so they could expose the enemy that's been hindering them. Cut off all distractions and run for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 You know, I hear this saying all the time. Never forget where you came from. Never forget how good God has been to you. Maybe, maybe someone's watching, they were in a car accident. Remember that car accident you were in, and you just walked out of it. Mm-hmm. That was God. Mm-hmm. God has always been with you. Mm-hmm. Never doubt God. 
Doubt, fear. You want to feed things that's going to grow your faith, and you want to starve things that's not going to grow your faith. Amen? Amen. So, I made a deal with the Lord. Anytime I'm on like this, people are watching, and they want to sow. I'm going to give you an opportunity to sow. It's not for me. It's not for my wife. It's to feed 20 kids every day. It's to feed starving and hungry kids every day. Our ministry is partnered with Feed the Hungry, and that's what we do. We feed the hungry people. We feed kids that don't have the luxury of, of what we have. Let's be real. So if you like to sow towards that, if you like to sow a seed, sow in faith. Maybe you're believing for a, for a business. You have the dreams of the vision. Sow towards, towards that. You know, whenever you sow a seed, tell it where it's going to go. You know, my wife and I just sowed a large seed this month. And we gave that seed direction to where it's going to be. We've done it in the beginning of the year. We've done it multiple times this year already. Yeah. And in a natural, maybe someone, you're, what, what, I, what I exactly just told you, somebody will tell you hey, that's not a good idea. But that's why you don't tell people what you give towards. You don't because they'll tell you don't do it. But believe in God. Sow a seed that says, God, you have, you have all of me. You have my finances. You have my mind. You have my body. Nothing will stop me. Sow a seed towards that. And you will be blessed. Amen. You can go on our ministries, mjvministries.com slash give. Or Cash App is the easiest way. Uh, we have PayPal. We have all that stuff. Uh, the best way... In uh, the best way to to give is, is probably Cash App, but you can go on our website if you're old school. You know, I'm not being old school. My mom's old school. She says it all the time. <laughs> um, you can write us a check, throw it in the address for our PO box is up there. And uh, yeah, we're believing for ten new partners this month. Ten new partners for the month of May, and people are sowing. People are coming with us and joining us as we bring the gospel all over the world. Nothing's held back from God. We push forward. And when this whole travel ban is, is lifted and we're able to travel again, you're going to see us really busy. Amen? Amen. So, we love you guys. We're praying for you. If there's anything that we could do for you, if you just need to talk to somebody, let us know. Call us. Shoot us a message and we'll, we'll throw our number. We'll give you a, We're not going to post our number up here, but we'll, we'll send you our number. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what God has to say. But, you know, we're here to sharpen you. Amen? Amen. So, anything else? No. Okay. Well, from our house to your house, stay blessed. We'll probably be on again on Friday, maybe tomorrow. What's today? I don't even know what today is. Today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. I knew today was Wednesday because the garbage goes out tomorrow. <laughs> we love you guys. We love you. Bye. Hey, this is Sarah with MJV Ministries. I just wanted to come on here and say thank you so much for standing with us and give you an opportunity to become a partner if you haven't already. You know, every month our ministry is reaching the lost, winning souls, and feeding the hungry. Like it says in Philippians 4.17, Not that I desire a gift, but that I desire that fruit may abound to your account. When you become a partner with us, it's not just a monthly reoccurrence. You get to reap the harvest of winning souls and feeding the hungry. 
You can go to our website, mjvministries.com forward slash partner to learn more. And we want to say thank you in advance. We love you. We are praying for you. And we are believing that this will be a year of endless victory in your life.